Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon rounding out 2019 with a very special episode where we do a look back on the magical year that was. I just want to say actually in this episode if you could refer to me as cool guy Brandon. It's a new yeah. persona I'm well, trying I'm, out. I'm glad that you brought that up because if we didn't didn't address the looks going on here today, I feel like people would be extra confused by this episode. So why don't you fill, pe- fill people in a little bit on that? So for those of you just listening, this might be an episode where you at least check out the YouTube channel, even if it's for a split second. Steven and I are really contrasting, which I think brings a lot of diversity to the episode. Uh, I am wearing a brown fedora, blue sunglasses, and a black t-shirt that has purple rain on it. Steven is wearing a red tank top and his chain is popped out. So pretty much we're just a couple of guys. Same guy, different guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Did Thank you for the context. We definitely needed that. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. I'm happy to be back here. I just got back from Ohio at the time of this recording. So uh, I'm glad to be back in Chicago and doing this review because during my time off, I spent a lot of time thinking about this year because I, I like to go into the next year prepared. And I went into 2019 about as prepared as I've ever been before. And uh, I want to do the same in, in 2020, if not even more. Absolutely. And to to the people who we had teased a Christmas episode, we do apologize. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> we, I mean, it just it got to a point where it was just like we were both you know, traveling to see our families. Cause I, I do live in Minnesota where my family lives, but I live a couple hours away. Uh, Steven was in Ohio, just like he said. And, uh, Christmas is a time for everybody to be focusing on, on their family. So we're just like, you know what, let's just take it easy. We'll come back with a bang next week. And that's what we're here to do today. Yeah, that's a good point. This is actually one of the most I think I have decompressed in all of 2019. I actually genuinely took some time off and actually took that time off instead of do I mean, I still did some stuff in terms of like social media stuff, but I do feel um, relieved and, and ready to go. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So let's talk about our overall feelings on this great year of 2019. Nothing specific, just in general. How was the 2019 from the perspective of the Brandon J. Flippin? Uh, it was a good year. I think this year was a big year for self-discovery for me. Um, you know, without getting into the nitty-gritty, which we probably will get into later, I think. I even think that we had discussions leading up to 2019. Um, in terms of collectively, I feel like uh, we had already kind of started to, to set a foundation in 2018 for like the podcast and stuff. But for me individually, 2019, I felt like was a year I really had some aha moments just about myself and where I want to go in life. And it felt really liberating, but it also felt like, damn it, now I just want to be doing this stuff. So one of those things, I guess, in particular is the move to Chicago. You know, we announced that this year and uh, it feels pretty exciting to say that that's, that's coming up pretty pretty darn quick. So overall, uh, 2019 was a super impactful year for me. And I'm curious if you feel similar or if it feels like a different vibe for you. How, how was 2019 for you in general? So I talk about this briefly in a YouTube video that I posted on YouTube. Um, 
Wait, what? How do and you post I know, the I thought about posting it on Vimeo, but I posted it on YouTube. <laughs> dude, as soon as dude I that's that, 2020, like, dude. Let's post more YouTube videos on Vimeo in 2020. <laughs> I have actually a really bad um, tendency to say things repeatedly. Like, I'll use the same word in the same sentence when it is a bad idea. I do that a lot. So that's something I need to improve in 2020. I think it's part of your charm. I say keep it. I, I'm cute. I mean... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what 2020 brings. My 2019, as I said earlier in this episode, I came into it prepared. So nothing, nothing about the year felt too overly surprising or overly shocking. In certain ways, it was just kind of a smooth year, like one of the smoothest years that I've had in a while where I put my mind to certain goals of consistency, of releasing a video a week, of keeping my workout routine, trying to eat healthier. And I think overall, I feel pretty accomplished. This is one of my most accomplished years. And it's also, as I had said, it was a, um, I think I've said this previously, I was probably one of the least romantically involved I think I've ever been for an entire year. And as I've also been the most productive is there a correlation in it? It's definitely possible. I think there is a little bit to it because in the past, I've definitely had a tendency to get derailed from um, from relationships. That it's it's on me. I'm not blaming other people. It's it's on me, for sure. But I really did a good job at, at focusing in on the things I wanted to do, and I think that's why I was able to accomplish as much as I have. Um, and I walk out of this year feeling, I'll actually a lot more excited for 2020 than I was for 2019 because entering 2019, I never knew Brandon was going to be moving to Chicago anytime soon. And I didn't have anything particular that I was looking to accomplish in 2019 other than just more of the same. So in 2020, my goals are going to change quite a bit because now I've got another creative partner that's like right here. And a lot of the things that I've said, you know, it would be really nice to be able to do this uh, to do more of these types of videos. Now I'll actually be able to do more of those. And um, I'm excited on that. And I also, in 2019, met some of the most awesome other creators. Because as I've said before, I didn't do as much creatively in the past. So I didn't have as many friends that were in the creative space. And because I put myself out there a lot this year, I've met a lot of really cool people and, and done some cool collaborations. And it's just going to be more of the same moving forward. Well, to to backtrack a little bit on the relationship romantic the correlation there i think just to give you to cut you a little bit of slack that's just basic statistics like if you 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 know take away spending time with another person and committing let's just say it was half your time to another person and now you put all of that time into just yourself you're probably statistically speaking going to be more productive so um, I, I definitely think it's always good to try to push yourself when you're in a relationship to try to find a, a better balance. But overall, um, I just don't want you to have any negative feelings towards, well, I guess I can't do this stuff if I want to have a relationship because I was more productive than I've ever been. I just think that you're obviously going to be more productive if it's just I mean, that, you to worry that's about. A good, that's a really good point. <laughs> Basically, I'm just saying if we want to date in 2020, we can't. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna play off of that one. I, and Dude, I'm, I'm disappointed. My, my, so my new strategy in 2020 is to not play off of it ever. <laughs> Just give you nothing. Give you nothing to work with. 
phone out. My fucking dude, what are you doing? My knocking it over. Dude, I was trying to I was trying to read the chat, dude. I'm trying to be involved. You're getting you're getting overly enthusiastic. You know what? Okay, 20, l- let me let 2019 me. 2019 is the worst now. I wish I would have done this percentage, but I don't think I ever did. When 2019 started, do you think if I would have asked you what percent chance will you move to Chicago, what do you think you would have said? That's a like good let's question. say by by 2020 or something. I, I guess actually, we'll I think it. we had this conversation. Yeah, we. I, I feel like we did. I we had remember. a conversation about. Like the next five years, what do you think the percent chance is you're going to move to Chicago? And I said 100%. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> or something like that. Um, I can't remember exactly. But I, I think at the beginning of 2019, just like by 2020, I probably would have said it was like a 10 to 20% chance. Because I was thinking at that time, okay, I have to finish school first before coming to Chicago. And I wasn't going to be done with school in 2020. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Not see this. Is, this goes to show you can't always fo- follow the advanced analytics. Sometimes <laughs> things just happen. You can't just follow the stats. There, there are other factors at play here. There, there are variables that the stats don't pick up on, like love. And Stephen and I are in love. Should I just? <laughs> Should I just Dude, sell we're this not real doing the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing the whole episode on this joke. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Are we about okay, to well, kiss? What? So. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh my god! So uh, is that I, what you're most excited for in 2020? Is my "Are we about to kiss?" jokes? Yeah, it's gonna be way better. Definitely. I, I I'm actually pretty surprised that in 2019 that you never came to Chicago a single time. <laughs> That surprises me. Yeah. Well, let's let's just go into that. What what are what are your surprises for 2019? I know you said you didn't have anything that was too surprising. So w- would that be your biggest surprise? You th- you think the fact that I didn't come to Chicago? Man, if that's the biggest surprise, and I didn't have many surprises. But I I mean, 2019 there wasn't a ton of really big surprises. There was a lot of um, I mean, getting monetized. I guess was a surprise in the fact of it was not actually explicitly like a goal that I had in 2019, but uh, surprises. Well, I'm surprised that you are moving to Chicago to start 2020. I'm surprised that you chose to, I guess, drop out of grad school when you did, especially in the way that you announced it to me, which was, there wasn't just... Normally, when Brandon and I make big life decisions, we're some of the first people that we go to, obviously, and there's usually like a long text message or a phone call or something dramatic that will happen to announce this, and it was just completely in casual talk when I was talking to Brandon. It was like, I asked something, and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to move to Chicago and drop out of school, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? I, and then I found out he was actually being serious. So I, I, I thought the way that you, you broke that news to me was a bit surprising. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had definitely been talking about it up to that. But I get, yeah, you're right. Like the, I guess the overall delivery of the, the specific news was probably like, uh, this should be a bigger deal than you're making it right now. But, yeah, 100%. I, I still don't get it. Like, I don't have any idea when you actually even decided on this. I don't know if you just decided... Right before you went to bed, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna break it to Steven tomorrow in a random conversation. It was one. It was the day after I I went on this huge 
uh, binge drinking episode. And I just woke up and I was just like, are there any good rehabs in Chicago? And <laughs> you know what? This joke isn't going to be worth it. So Dude, let's this just... <laughs> joke is definitely not going to hit because there's going to be someone who's like, I've never listened to these guys before. Oh, this guy, he's an alcoholic. Oh, it makes sense that he wears this hat and sunglasses, maybe. All right, I don't drink. That was a joke. It was a poor, poorly executed joke. I don't even remember when I made the official decision, but it was. You really a- don't, dude. I remember when I made the decision to go to the University of Tennessee. I was literally like sitting on the toilet, and I was having yeah, like, thoughts in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm moving to Tennessee. That was my thought. I remember it like it was yesterday. You're telling me you don't remember this? I don't remember, dude. That's my. You know, that's my biggest surprise in 2019, that Brandon doesn't remember this. My biggest surprise in 2019 was that Steven came to Minnesota because <laughs> I, I honestly never thought that I'd get him to come to Minnesota because we kept talking about it. He just, he's very he's a very selfish person. He, he never takes that extra step for you as a friend. And I just was like, <laughs> Steven's getting so pissed right now. Steven, I'm kidding. Steven's a great <laughs> friend, guys. I knew that I could count on him, but I am surprised that you came to Minnesota in 2019. Hmm. <laughs> Are you pissed? Hmm. Steven's pissed. Hey, you know what? I did say that that was one of my favorite trips I went on in 2019. I enjoyed it a lot. Mall of America. One of your favorite trips? What, you Definitely had a better a trip than the Minnesota trip? No, I, I had a tie. I, I, I said it was tied with my Florida trip. The fuck trip, that, dude? Dude, my Florida trip was pretty hard to break. Like, Are you kidding me, bro? What about dude, that? Dude, Star Wars virtual reality, Disney World, and the ocean, and also going back to a spot I hadn't been to in over a decade. Pretty hard to be. I got it. four words for you. Receptionist at the hotel. <laughs> that is a weird <laughs> comment on so many levels. <laughs> Okay, well now now we have to we have to discuss what this is because it's really it's so inconsequential that now I can't have lingering thoughts of what this could be. Literally, the receptionist at the hotel she she was she was kind of cute. I'll be I'll be the first one to to say it to you or to say it to anyone who's listening. Uh, but that was about it. There's not really a whole a whole lot else to this. Yeah, story, but it was a there? bonding moment because <laughs> you came in. We hadn't seen each other in person in a while. All right, this receptionist is giving us a little back and forth. We're giving it right back to her. Then we just start banging it out right there. Dude, bad choice of words, dude. <laughs> no, I that that choice of words was very intentional. Okay. Yeah, that get, that part of the story didn't happen. Though, if you I guys know what the Eiffel Tower is, just all right, dude, that would have been a way better story than the actual story, which is we saw her wipe twice and made her laugh like ten times because we're so funny. But that was it. We never even got her name. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could try to get it for you. Yeah, dude, go back to that hotel because you're still there, and then let her know that she might be my future wife. All right. She just doesn't know it yet. All right, I will. I got you. I'll bring her to dude, Chicago with me. Dude, do it right now. We got time. I'll sit here. I'll entertain everyone. I'll, I'll record the rest of the podcast. You come back here, and then you you do you do it. Bad optics. Huh? I think I I think my favorite expression of the year was bad optics. Do you have one? We, I mean, we always have a lot of good ones. What's yours? 
my favorite expression of the year is if you get ghosted just text them to find out why they ghosted you <laughs> which is actually no! an, an audience favorite from the podcast can't go without bringing that baby up. That's that's great. I was thinking more, you know, like bad optics or Luke Voigt, but you know, you could just you could just tear me apart for making one comment that was slightly illogical once on the podcast. Yeah. It, one thing we do know about the podcast is that Steven never makes any illogical or irrational statements ever. Dude, you're so, making circular fallacies. These, <laughs> these are circular fallacies, dude. Dude, I'm sick of you and your spurious correlations, dude. Go back to math class. I'm checking the sabermetrics. Dude, you do that. Okay. <laughs> Anything else from general 2019 that we feel like we... Uh, we got into some serious under- specifics, I'll be honest there, but no. Dude, <laughs> we sweep, did we sweep anything under the rug or you think we got it all out there? <laughs> Dang, we should have done more podcast episode puns do you think you swept it under the rug or do you think you're burnt out dude i i actually think i was wait for it everything must goes no i mean i was actually man i'm bad at this game hold on hold on hold on i mean at least get one more good one no actually i was remembering the 2000 <laughs> i was which jonas brother are you no, I was Stephen Visits Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's speak yeah, on the this, podcast specifically. This joke's got to be pretty bad. All right, so let's speak on the podcast specifically now, all right? So, drum roll, please. Here are our top five episodes based on listens only, not YouTube. So not, we started a YouTube channel in 2019, but we are not mentioning that uh, specifically, but... That was, a, that was a nice thing that we did in 2019, and we were super pumped on that. Okay, should we go in reverse order? Like, we should start at one, or oh, we start yeah. at five? Five, yeah, do that. Okay, we'll start at five. All right. So number five was Judging a Book by Its Cover, episode 37. Do you remember this one? No. <laughs> Neither do I, dude. You got to keep in mind... We have, like, if you add up all the types of episodes together, we have, like, 90 episodes, all right? It was over 90, and I don't remember a lot of them now, which is both really cool and also very weird that I just flat out don't remember things now. Someone asked me uh, just yesterday what my favorite episode was, and I was like, uh, (laughs) I don't remember because we've done so many now. I it's it is pretty crazy to me. We're getting close to that 100 mark. This is episode 85. And if you count our spotlight episodes, what are we at? 90 Well, like 9 like 94 or something. Right. Something like that. Um so let's I'll look up the synopsis of that episode really quick. So what was it? Episode what? 37? Yeah, episode 37. I'm I didn't even realize that episode 37 was was this year. Okay, so this was, it's a natural part of life to make snap judgments in an attempt to make sense of the world around you. When does a judgment become detrimental as opposed to beneficial? Is it possible for a judgment to be beneficial in the first place? Sometimes we get caught in states of attraction to surface level things. Although it's important to do some investigation, every once in a while, something of substance can come from this beginning. Interesting. Yeah, I... I really don't remember any of our points. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I really don't remember our points. But I, the only thing I can tell you about our points is they were really good. 
That's most literally like, all well, I know. I mean, it's the fifth most popular episode of 2019, so it must have had some substance. Yeah, that was that was a very good one, for sure. So we're gonna move on now to um, this the number four on this list, which uh, I didn't even realize this. Number four is actually the episode that came after that one, which is episode 38, the challenge of accountability. And uh, Brandon, you you tell people a little bit about this episode. So this episode, Stephen was not on, which is why it's so popular. Uh, and that's the actual. It's actually the only episode I believe that I'm not on. <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe this is something that we make Ever. a bigger part of 2020 since this one did so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I think what what a trend that we've noticed uh, just in looking at some of the statistics is is usually episodes will pair together well so i think if one episode does well a lot of times an episode that's around that episode might do better so it doesn't surprise me that episode 37 led into episode 38 but that was that was a very interesting experience because i know that you had done one just by yourself previously as well uh, about following your dreams and you had i remember you and i talking about the challenges of wow you know it's it's a lot different doing an episode by yourself. Now, I think both of us would probably be better at that now um, and more, feel more comfortable with it. But I remember when I did that, I, I actually started recording the episode and I got like 20 minutes in and I stopped it and started over again because I was just like, all right, I'm not staying on track here. And I did not know that. So you didn't keep the 20, first 20 minutes at all? I don't, I don't think so. And I remember... Uh, I actually listened to the Vices episode just today, and it's the episode right after the Challenge of Accountability, so episode 39. And mm-hmm. I talked to you about how um, there was a part listening back to the Challenge of Accountability where I was on my way to explain one thought, and I got sidetracked and started going into this other thing. And I was like, that's what's really nice about having a co-host, because right then and there, you could have stopped me and been like, well, wait, what, but what was the point of this thing? But when you do it alone, you don't have that, uh, that person to be like, wait a second, stay on track. Um, so it's definitely an interesting thing, but that was a fun episode. I was, I was really happy to talk about some of the stuff I talked about. I, I incorporated a lot of the, the psychological stuff that I had been learning at that time. So that was pretty fun to do. I will say that the one disappointing part about that episode is the logo for it. It's the only logo that I didn't make, and it's very noticeably the worst logo of all time. <laughs> it's weird that this is one of the top five most popular episodes of 2019, though. It really just shows you how Brandon can literally get away with anything and still be incredible. It shows you how that logo must have drawn everybody in. And yeah, so actually we were really we, attracted to it. And then they heard heard the incredible intelligence of me and were like, wait, now this is a real podcast. <laughs> now this is pod That's, racing. That, that would actually be really funny if there was one person who was like, you know what? I'd hated this show, but now that I heard this, I'm a, I'm a future subscriber. <laughs> and then they unsubscribe Probably. the next episode. They're like, oh, back. Steven's back. I'm done <laughs> Yeah, so what we learned from that is that you should be the only host of the show and you should design all the logos. I don't know if that's what we learned. We learned something. We definitely learned some things. I just don't know that we remember what we learned. Number three, 
Um, episode number 54, titled Developing Self-Awareness. Do you remember this episode? <laughs> I was just about to ask you, bro. Uh, Developing I, self-awareness. Of course I remember it, but I don't remember, like, you know, anything overly specific. I'm honestly not surprised that this is a popular episode because it has a blue logo, first of all. <laughs> So that's a little inside joke. Steven's favorite color is blue. So there was a stretch there where like nine out of ten logos were some sort of shade of blue. I'm, I'm embellishing a little bit, but that was pretty much what it was like. Um, but no, the this one, I think I do remember it a little bit. And just like the balance of like self-awareness and how once you develop that, you can kind of also uh, become more self-confident. Um I think that was part of what we talked about, but I, I'm not surprised that this was a popular episode because when we talk about self-help type stuff or just like personal growth type stuff, this is something that people really, I think people that like the demographic that would be interested in our podcast, I'm not surprised that they would like this specific kind of an episode um, where it's talking about how do you navigate that journey? Yeah, I agree. It's one of the things that we kind of talk about a lot just in the show in general is self-awareness, something that I think both of us feel like we're pretty self-aware. And when we create these titles, I think a lot of the times it's it's really hard to know this for sure, but it does seem like the ones that get more listens are titles that seem better. Like it, it really better is in like maybe more uh, accessible, like more people actually can relate to something about it. So th- this is a very on the nose topic, whereas some of the other titles, it's like, what is this one possibly even about? But a lot of these episodes have very self-explanatory. I would say four. Titles. Yeah, probably four of the five. You probably get a good idea of what it's going to at least talk about for sure. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's something to learn from for us is. Don't be do more like, sh- oh, you have a podcast? <laughs> yeah, not, not something so ambiguous. Because I think part of our thought process was trying to be like clever and clickbaity uh, with some stuff. But I wonder if kind of getting straight to the point. But it also could be the description of episodes. Because didn't you say you had a friend that was like, I only listen to episodes that I read the description on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like intrigued by the description, so yeah, someone mentioned that to me, and I was like, "Oh, maybe that's right. something worth examining as well." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think I'm also just a, a side note. I think I'm also surprised how literally no one likes to leave voicemails. So, guys, leaving voicemails is it's not so bad. It, it just feels like. It's not a thing anymore. People are just not as into leaving voicemails as they once were. The times are changing. I just, not not to call out your friend, but I think it's just hilarious that specifically one of your friends said, you guys should get a voicemail. I'll definitely oh, leave yeah. a message, and he just never has. <laughs> you hate that. So if you, if you listen to this episode, let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> leave a damn voicemail. Leave us a damn voicemail. The next person that leaves us a voicemail, we will literally, I was going to say we'll give you a shout out, but that would be obvious. But yeah, you, you'll get a shout out. 513-427-EMG5. Boom. Do it. Do it. 
Because I feel like all we need is a few more people to leave voicemails, and I think it'll start like a chain. People will be leaving voicemails. I think you're right. A hundred percent. So someone start the trend, and we'll we'll start doing this. Well, we did have that one lady that left us a voicemail. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Shout out. Okay, um, number two, I N D E P E N D E N T. What does that spell? Independent. Part one. Yeah. Yeah, this is part one, and this is episode 44, and um, this is with special guest Stephanie Telly on it. This was a fun one. We didn't have many guests this year on the podcast, so having someone on there was sort of like more of a big deal this year. This was a a very long episode that was split into two parts, which is something I think it's also new in 2019. We had a couple episodes that were split into multiple parts, but I, I think... We've kind of come to the conclusion that we're not going to do that very often. We'll kind of just keep it as one episode, unless yeah. it is really, really long. I, I think that probably benefits more. I mean, and a lot of podcast episodes are longer than an hour, like other podcasts. So I think it's yeah. fine. And I think that's something that we've definitely learned in 2019. It's just like, let's just post them together. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, you. <laughs> to be honest, it's funny because this episode... I think was significantly better performing than part two. So yeah, I think that's Stephanie Telly's fault. People got, (laughs) Uh, I think, I think it just shows that people, I mean, realistically people, if they didn't listen to part one, they're not going to go to part two. So we kind of got an idea there that some people did that. Well, and also like part two, I think released either the next day or two days after. So like we typically have a schedule for when we release. Oh yeah, release a day later. So maybe people weren't expecting it to be there or to look for it or something. So I, it could be a lot of things. But overall, yeah, I think guests in general are going to be uh, more of a focus going down the road since we're going to be in the same place. But uh, Stephanie Telly was on our show a couple times this year. So well, I also don't want to understate. Like yeah, guests are going to be a much bigger deal in twenty twenty then in 2019 that's going to be like a a conscious effort and one of the big advantages of brandon and i being in the same place absolutely so number one are you surprised by this number one is episode 51 grow as we go are you surprised by this Uh, i think i was initially surprised to see how well it was doing um like when we released it because i mean i know what this episode is about so to me, the the title makes sense, but the title kind of is ambiguous. Like, because this this episode is specifically about relationships, and do can you grow within the relationship, or should you break up and try to grow while being single? Yeah, I mean, I'm simplifying it a lot, but that's a, a a basic premise of the show. I think that's a very relatable topic, so I'm not surprised in terms of the actual subject material. Um, I just, I guess, because of what the title is, I, I maybe I'm surprised that people found it, and I don't know. I, I'm overthinking it, but I think that was a really. I remember walking away from that episode thinking it was a really good episode. Yeah, I, I felt good about the episode at the time, too. I really, really like relationship episodes. I think it's they're probably my favorite. Um, but I was surprised to see that that one specifically did the best because 
the title, as you said, is a little bit more um, is a little bit more open. But it's also one of my favorite topics that we did the entire year. I, I, although I am curious from your perspective, do you have a favorite type of episode that we normally do? Um, a favorite type of episode? Like, are you saying like like relationship topics? Yeah, that like would I, be a type I, I would of say it? relationship ones are my favorite. I would say well. I think I typically have a lot of fun with uh, episodes that kind of get into the psychology of things a little more just because that's really up my alley. So, for instance, not to not to get too ahead of ourselves, but my favorite episode of this year was the five love languages episode because uh, I, I think that it just brings in uh, some psychological stuff. Uh, research into what we're doing and also helps us become more self-aware of of what makes us tick and and then talking about kind of dissecting that area i always like those those topics interesting yeah i that doesn't surprise me i figured it would be something like that i mean even though relationship ones are my favorite there are times where i definitely prefer like um something a little more goofy when i'm you know like not really in the mood to go too deep into something. There are times where I definitely like the goofier episodes. Yeah. Well, and and to be fair, I've had audience members reach out to me and say their favorite part of our podcast is when we're joking around and when we're just shooting shit. <laughs> yeah. So as much as I like the serious stuff, I I definitely don't take for granted when we're able to just talk how we normally talk on the phone. It's not something different it's just us like shooting the shit giving each other shit teasing each other just having a good time laughing at our own jokes all that stuff is good fun yeah um yeah okay uh any other comment on any of these episodes are you are there any Again, this is listens as opposed to the YouTube inclusion. But I guess when it comes to listens, are you surprised that there aren't that there isn't one in here, or are you surprised by any that are in here in the top five? Um, I guess I'm not really that surprised by the ones. I, I'm a little surprised at the challenge of accountability, not because it was you on there <laughs> Dude, by yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> How did I know? As soon as I finished that question, I was like, yeah, he's going to say this, but then he's going to try to preface it like, well, not because it's just you, but get the fuck out of here. You knew I was going to say that. You know, maybe I'm I'm off base because, I mean, that is a really good topic. So, yeah, I guess I'm not as surprised. (laughs) Fine, You're so predictable. I'm really surprised that Steven Visits Minnesota wasn't the biggest episode. That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) Well, it's tough because you can definitely tell. Because I think all of these episodes were before. Yeah, all of these episodes were before um, YouTube. So I think when the audience got split between YouTube and listens, I think that's when like you can tell a little bit here because I'm like if you were to actually – I think if we 2020 is going to be an interesting year to do this with because now we have YouTube established as a, a thing. So we'll get to like rank things more accurately to see, you know, what was actually the most popular episode. 
Yeah, like, for example, I'm definitely surprised that the Halloween episode is not on here because it was the best on YouTube. I would have thought that maybe it'd at least make the top five, but yeah. I think you're right. It probably got split because when we added the YouTube channel, some people now primarily watch it on there versus listening to it. 100p. That's my favorite phrase. I just decided 100p. 100p, favorite phrase of the year. Well, there we go. It's, <laughs> that's a good one. I like using that one quite a bit, actually. Um, yeah, good one. Good one. So any, I mean, are you surprised by anything else? Um, well, I guess I am surprised. So the five love languages was number six. I am surprised that that was not higher because that was a requested episode. Um, like I'm, I'm surprised it's not in the top five. I guess I don't know if challenge of accountability or judging a book by its cover would be kicked out, but I think that episode, I just love that episode so much. The five loving languages thing is a very quote unquote trendy psychological thing. Um, I, I hear a lot of people throw that around at times as well. So I guess if I were to pick a surprise, I would be surprised that that I'm a little surprised that's not in the top five, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that. I had a point I was going to make. We actually have uh, a good question here in the audience. Are you not surprised that people love Tim and Gentry? Ooh, actually, this is a good point of discussion because I think the biggest risk, (laughs) I guess you could say that we took in... 2019 we're doing episodes of the podcast playing characters for the entire episode because we had this idea but it was so not well planned out it was pretty much just right before we recorded we spent like 10 minutes trying to iron out a couple of characters and then even what was it like almost 10 minutes in i was like i don't even know what my character is yeah i don't even know what i'm going with this and then I just I don't even know what you said, but you're just like, yeah, just just roll with it. It's fine. And yeah. then it well, just I think we, we even thing. said it was like that can be part of the character is he he's all over <laughs> the place. And I think that really I think you you play that character well in terms of being being kind of sporadic. So yes. some like you just don't know what Tim's actual beliefs are or opinions. <laughs> and I think that's part of the charm with him. And I think yeah. that's like even even the question of like how are Tim and Gentry how is Tim Gentry's dad? <laughs> like I, I think just that in itself is is pretty dang funny. Um, but I I guess I guess I am surprised that because it it is sort of abstract. But I guess I am surprised that it did well enough that we were able to do a second episode with them. We almost did a third episode where we talked about um, Christmas. We were going to do like a Tim and Gentry Christmas. Uh, But just again, because everything got so crazy at the end of the year, we weren't able to, uh, to follow through with it. But either way, I, I'm uh, really happy that we, we took that risk. Yeah. Cause I, after we recorded that, the first time I felt very uncomfortable <laughs> with it. Not, not because I didn't think it was good, but because I just didn't know what it was. Like I didn't know how anyone would interpret this. So the fact that some people actually really liked it and thought it was fun or funny, 
Um, it just gave me a lot of confidence. Just be like, you know what? We can take a lot of risk on this show. There's pretty much everything must go is living up to the name, and we're we're really letting it fly. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a nice breakup too from the the typical. You know, Stephen and I try to be versatile in our topics. So we'll say, you know, have we had a couple deep topics recently? Let's let's try to do a more lighthearted one. And I think those are really nice to break up the not that our I don't think our show ever gets monotonous, but they are they are used as that tool to break up the monotony, so to speak, and, and have a, a, a different flair uh, added in. And I'm excited to see what we can do with those characters in 2020 when we have a little more to work with. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the next thing here. Okay. Do you, I mean, you pretty much have, uh, you've talked about this a little bit, but wh- what is actually your favorite episode uh, moment or episode or moment of 2019? Well, I already, yeah. So I already answered in terms of uh, episode, the five love languages. Um, favorite moment of 2019 for the podcast. Um, let, dang. I mean, it's tough to think because we've done so many dang. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll say I'll say the the you visiting Minnesota one. I don't. That episode is not my favorite episode just because I like that five love languages so much. But I guess in terms of just an overall vibe, I love our energy on that episode, and it yes. makes me so excited for twenty twenty because, like you and I being extroverts we really feed off of each other's energy. So seeing like as much as we can do this virtually and we're capable of it, I think our ceiling will be a lot higher when we're in the same room with each other and able to like interact in that space. So I would, I would say that that episode brings a sort of highlighted uh, vision into what the future could hold. And I'm really excited for that. So what, what about you? Okay, my favorite moment um, is actually kind of <laughs> so. After I had made it very clear that I don't believe in ghosts, there had been a lot of comments made about it and how I'm crazy and all this stuff. So I think finally having that discussion after all that time with Steph on the Halloween episode was just one of my favorite moments of the entire year because. It was just such a long time coming, and uh, it was just so funny <laughs> to hear some of Steph's points and be like, well, yeah, that, that, I mean, it doesn't prove ghosts, but it's just evidence. <laughs> and just yeah. like this yeah. kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was that pretty was, freaking was funny, dude. I, g- yeah. <laughs> Going back and editing that episode was funny for me, because I was, I think I actually sent you guys a clip of where she, oh yeah she so she contradicted herself she was like i'm not saying that i know ghosts exist i'm just saying that i think they do but if you rewind like 15 minutes earlier she's like i know ghosts exist you guys are just ignorant <laughs> to it <laughs> it's the funniest thing so i sent that over to steven and steph and in, in a like a group chat 
<laughs> we were all just cracking up. Yeah, I, I think it was just, I mean, it was just really cool that she was fine with, like, us doing that episode. And we we were all pretty tough on each other, but I just, that was just a really good moment because I was, I, I had been looking forward to finally having that discussion. So uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and my favorite episode of the year, though it's not actually my favorite overall episode like i probably also like the love languages one if we were just going to break it down because i like the topic so much i really really enjoyed doing everything must ghost just because it was the first time i did something like that in my entire life and i i walked away from it feeling so uneasy and then i went back to it and i was like you know what this is one of the first things that i have done that i feel like i just i just changed the game for myself where i'm like I can try doing anything. I'm, it may not go well, but sometimes we get so in our own little zone and we get so comfortable with what we do. Like, for example, I like to make YouTube videos where it's just me singing in front of a mic and I didn't do much vlogging footage until in the second half of the year. And it's those moments where you just decide to step outside and try something new that often lead to your your best work. So, yeah, that that to me was my favorite episode in that regard. Well, in another po- point about this is the whole ghosts thing. I think what I appreciate about that is the fact that it's kind of an inside joke between us and our audience, which is really cool to say that we've built up enough of an audience, you know, cause this was just you and me changing our phone conversations into recording something and for it to turn into something where we now have, an audience that is like communicating with us be like, wait, you guys don't believe in ghosts. And then we start, we have one ghost episode. And then because you and I don't really take ghosts seriously. Well, I mean, we could possibly if something actually came was presented, but nothing has been for us. So we, we kind of joke around with that topic. Um, But it's just, I guess my, my bigger point is just that the fact that we even have an audience that is so into it with us about this this specific topic of ghosts like that we understand there's a back and forth between us on the ghost topic is really cool to me it it just shows me that we've you know for as as far as we have to go and as far as we have come we've at the very least built an audience or people who care enough to have that conversation it's pretty cool yeah Yes. Okay. Um, how do you want to do this next part? Uh, what do you mean? Just talk like, about the audience? Yeah. How do you want to do the audience part here? You want to read some of these? Yeah. So, uh, well, we actually had another one in the chat, too. Uh, so, so some audience favorite moments and episodes. We, we asked this really last minute, so I apologize to you guys for not giving you more of a chance to, to incorporate your thoughts. But um, as far as uh, favorite episodes, there were two that were mentioned. One was the episode on overthinking. Uh, that was really that one was really helpful for this person. That was actually an audience suggested episode, which was pretty cool. Um, and it's funny that I think we both mentioned it in that episode. We we talked about how we were surprised that this hadn't already been a topic of discussion since yep, we, yep. we both have this thing. But how, how do you feel about that episode? Do you like that episode? 
Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes. I absolutely, I mean, I could say that, I feel like I say that about every episode, but overthinking has always felt like a big part of what the podcast is, is us feeling like, feeling, when we started this podcast, I think we both had this feeling that we were overthinking things because we had heard this a lot and our conversations would sometimes be about something so small, but they would, the conversation would continue on for a long amount of time and we'd have to really decide are we overthinking this or is there legitimacy to it? So when we got this topic, it was just a supernatural, free-flowing episode. So I, I enjoyed this one a lot. So I think it was one of the easiest episodes to pull from and probably a topic I could talk about for the longest amount of time. Yeah. And then another one to back that up uh, was the the burnt-out episode. That was a, a – we had a fan mention that one as well. Um, and that was something that I think was very appropriate for us because as we begin prioritizing our creative endeavors – uh, one thing to keep in mind is that burnout because you don't want something that you love so much to be a cause of the burnout. But when you're working so hard for something, sometimes that can happen. It's just a natural part of stuff. Uh, were you a fan of that episode? I don't know if that one hit home for you or not. Just the, the burned out episode? Yeah. I mean, I felt like at the time I actually did feel very burned out. <laughs> So for me, it was very relevant for what was going on. Um, I just don't remember too much of the specifics of what we talked about in that episode. Well, I do remember specifically you were feeling very burnt out at that particular time. So it was just like it was a topic that I think we really needed to have a serious discussion on, partially because it was something that I mean, I think I was in school at that time too, so I was definitely feeling the, you know, that that vibe. I mean, I think also was did we do? No, okay, never mind. Uh, but I, I was just saying, like both. I think it was a very applicable episode for for both of us at that time. Yeah, yeah, that was right after my least two favorite or my two least favorite months, which are January, February. So the episode came out like. March 12th and uh, normally I do feel exhausted right around that time because I usually don't take much time off in January February I'm usually just like that's my hard-working section and that was right around the time I think I headed off to uh, Florida for a little bit um, or around there which was a much needed break (laughs) yeah absolutely Um, and then another one that came in the chat was my chemistry romance, which I'm not surprised that the person who said my chemistry romance, Oh, what a surprise here. Yeah. (laughs) The person who gave us the title for the episode. (laughs) That's her favorite episode. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. What a shock. Uh, but to go to a favorite moment of the, the podcast in 2019, it was one I had mentioned earlier. If you get ghosted, just text the person back and ask them why. <laughs> Steven's <laughs> never going to be able to live this line down, man. That was in, wasn't that in the My Chemistry Romance? Or what, what episode uh, was that? I don't remember. It was around that time period, though. And yeah, it wasn't my brightest moment. I've had a couple of moments. Well, not a couple. I've had dozens of moments. Throughout the podcast like that. That was the advice episode, actually. <laughs> the third <laughs> advice episode, which is another thing we incorporated in 2019, yeah. was advice episodes. That, those are pretty cool. I enjoy those a lot. That's a good way to actually interact more with people because 
as we said, our advice is to be taken with a grain of salt, but it's just kind of fun to navigate that because we, we give each other advice all the time. So it was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I just remembered actually my favorite episode was Did We Just Become Best Friends? <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? What was that one about? We literally just tried to figure out if we were friends with each other. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How well did we know each other for an hour long? I think I did better than you, didn't I? Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. But I think that's just because you're bad at tests. (laughs) Yeah, I'm bad at tests. um, I also want to say our personality types, episode 60, that was... That was another psychology one that I had a lot of fun with. It was yeah, also I, I love the quiz ones. I will say that that episode, the not only the topic itself, but that those like couple weeks were a big like solidifying factor for me deciding to move to Chicago. Like that time frame, uh, that was a time that was things things had been culminating to me making the decision for Chicago. But uh, really examining myself and who I was uh, within that personality and, and stuff uh, was a big, um, a big um, piece to deci- making the final decision. So I really appreciate that episode a lot. Yep. Um, okay. Let's talk about some personal stuff. How about personal moments of 2019? How do you do with your goals and, you know, specific accomplishments of the year? Things like that. Let's hear them. You first. Uh, personal moments of 2019. Well, um, I actually did. I know that I dropped out of school, but I did maintain an A average while I was in school, which I've never done before <laughs> because school is just not – I typically am not a big fan of school. Um, but it was at least stuff that I was, uh, interested in enough to keep me motivated. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Um, I went to therapy for the first time, uh, which has been super helpful in me finding out things that I think I was on the precipice of figuring out about myself, but I just needed that, that unbiased perspective, um, unbiased in the sense that they're, they don't know me to 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 help just nudge me in the right direction um and then obviously um making the overall decision not just about chicago itself chicago on its own is awesome because i've always had a thought ever ever since i was a kid of living in chicago and it's awesome for the sake of now i'll be living next to steven and we haven't lived next to each other since sophomore year of college but what's more important to me, I think, is finally committing to the fact that I want to prioritize my creative endeavors. I think that I was shutting off that part of me and the fact that I'm, I am going bold with it in my eyes um, and just saying, you know, fuck it. Like, even if I don't ever become financially successful with this stuff, I love this stuff. So let's just try to do this stuff. So I, I would say that's that's big. My goal is I would say I'm really happy. Steven and I will do this thing at the beginning of the year where we talk about specific goals and stuff. And it's it's not that I'm like one, for instance, was getting 100 subscribers on YouTube. I'm at 73. So I'm not going to get there. But 
that and the combination of like posting a video a week, I've started to do that. So those goals have been, even though I w- I'm not entirely successful with them, pushing myself towards those has been has been huge for me. So what about you? Okay, so some personal moments that were good for me. Um, getting monetized on YouTube, that's the first one that comes to mind because when I first started making this YouTube channel, um, and when I, fir- or when I first started making my YouTube channel and first started putting myself out there and this stuff, um, I didn't have any friends that did anything like this, so this was re- just something I had to learn on my own. And um, when I gave up doing TV stuff and decided that I wanted to kind of pave my own path on the side, um, it was always a goal to get monetized. So uh, it was just really cool that first time that I saw money in my account, and then the first time I actually took a paycheck, I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. So that was a big one for me. Um, personally, the um, first time I just saw at, to go with the monetization, seeing the thousand subscribers was pretty cool. Um, just seeing how consistent, and I know this is um, this is kind of a both of our thing, but just to see how consistent you and I were able to be with one another in 2019, like be able to hold each other accountable and watching you um, also create a YouTube video a week and then just seeing how we have a YouTube channel together. So that that was just like a really, I don't know. That that to me, it was it is a personal moment in the sense of it, it feels like an accomplishment that... Sure. Yeah, I don't know. So that's one, um, or that's another one. Um, I can't think of, I'm trying to think if there's any other personal thing where I'm like, yeah, I think, I mean, I stayed out of trouble in 2019. (laughs) You stayed out of the papers. (laughs) I stayed out of the newspapers. Um, I've, as though I haven't had a, um, my greatest year in a romantic sense, I think I've had my best, um, year in terms of a drama. I've avoided a lot of drama in 2019, which isn't, isn't nothing. It's not nothing. That's for sure. Um, how do I do with my goals in 2019? Actually, it's weird because I technically won't hit many of them, but I'll be very close to a lot of them. And I think that a lot of my goals were not super lofty, but they were definitely like I was shooting pretty high at the numbers. Um, like, I'll, I'll give an example of one. Like, I wanted to get to 10,000 Instagram followers by the end of the year. And I'll come up a little bit short, but I'll be like, I'm at like 9,200 or something. Like, I'll, I'm going to be pretty close to that number and I entered the year uh, under 2000. So like that that's a good one. And though my goal for subscriber count was 2000 um and I'm only going to be at I'll be under 1500 to end the year. Um that's a big way to go from being in the 280s. <laughs> like that that I didn't hit my goal, but at the same time a lot of my goals were if I hit them I would feel amazing. And so the fact that I'm even close to them, it feels pretty close to amazing. So um, I do feel pretty good about the goals that I've accomplished, and I think this was largely because I didn't let things distract me too much. I was the most laser-focused that I've ever been, and um, I just really appreciate accomplishing things for myself because once you accomplish things for yourself, then you allow other things to enter your life, and you're less distracted because you've got just a great frame of reference and a great um, equilibrium where you know this is important to me. So I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. Yeah. And I mean, to 
just, I guess, uh, for words of encouragement, I think because we are both aware of what our, our collective goals, our individual goals are, like even like you said, even though you didn't technically meet some of this stuff, you know, going into 2019 to see, I guess, even statistically where you've gotten in a lot of these things, I'm super proud of for you. I'm proud of even for me, like, uh, I know the 100 subscriber mark seems like small marbles compared to 1. you know, 5k subscribers. But for me, it's like, this was the start of something and, and the beginning of, of everything. Things are just going to keep getting better. The more that we remain consistent, the more that we develop our, our, our art and, uh, our content. And, uh, it's, it's going to be pretty, pretty freaking exciting. So I'm, uh, I'm happy with 2019 as a whole. Anything negative you wish hadn't happened in 2019? I wish I hadn't banged so many chicks, dude. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. You were really doing that a lot. So I was I totally doing that, like that so much this year, dude. dude uh, you, were, you were losing out on sleep, and you were messing up the podcast stuff just because you were too busy doing that. <laughs> I uh, I wish I hadn't uh, grown my hair out as long as I did in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yeah, I I guess it's not really like a regret or anything, but I think now that I had I did get my hair cut, I'm like, okay, yeah. Short hair I think fits me better. Um just fits my personality better and I also just feel better with short hair. Um and I think a lot of times you you become what you create in your environment. Um and so I think I think for me, the the long hair got kind of grubby, and so I think I, I started feeling just grubby overall as a person. And I think when I got my hair cut, everything's changed. I'm super cool. I'm super hip. I'm super clean. Everything. Dude, I feel exactly that you're all those things. Totally, dude. What about you? Any negatives? Man, I... I mean, l- luckily, not too many negatives. That's one of the better parts about this year is it wasn't as up and down. Like 2018, though, it was a really good year. It was like very up and down. Like there was really high highs, really low lows. 2019 was just mostly pretty good for the most part. Um, Does 2019 feel more boring to you because it didn't have those high highs and low lows? Kind of. In That's a, so in, interesting to me. In a slight sense, because I, 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 I'm, I <laughs> undoubtedly have an issue where I think I do like a little bit of drama in my life because I just find it to be interesting. I think it's why, I, <laughs> even like romantically, I feel like I even like when there's, it's a little bit dramatic at times and there's issues. Who knows what the psychological issue is there? That's something I need to definitely work on and get to the uh, root of, and I feel like I am, uh, I'm getting to it figuring it out but um a little bit but not not so i mean it was actually it was pretty exciting year overall still i still did like quite a bit of things i just um i kind of wish my, my only thing i kind of wish i would have tried a few more different things in 2019 i think i played it a tiny bit too safe where i wish i would have like in the when i first moved to chicago i was all about like oh i'm gonna just do a stand-up i'm gonna host a comedy show i'm gonna do improv and things like that. And then this year, I really played it safe where I really just said, I'm good at these things and this is what I'm going to focus on all year. 
I wish there would have been a few things that I just kind of went after just to see how I would react in those situations because those are where a lot of my largest growth has come from. So that's really about the only negative thing I wish. I mean, there's probably other ones too that I'm not thinking of, but that comes to the front of my mind. So All right. Guy. So we talk about everything. I think, I mean, is, is there anything else about 2019 that you feel you didn't uh, throw in there? I mean, I think I understood how pumped I am that we have a YouTube channel together now, just because it, in hindsight, it's so cool that we, uh, what we were thinking about working on, on uh, our creative projects, I never thought that we would actually have a YouTube channel that we'd work on together, because honestly, there's not many people I would want to have a YouTube channel with, because I don't trust that they're going to be in it, in it as much as me, like really want it to work and succeed and put in the effort, so I'm really pumped on that, that's my favorite overall addition to the podcast in 2019 because I think it's one of it's one of the things that's very underutilized right now that will take a huge step when we're actually in the same space. That's going to be really really big for us. So I'm that's the thing I'm the most excited from from a podcast standpoint in 2020. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would be so cool like we've talked about this as a specific goal if we somehow got monetized on the podcast mm -hmm. uh, on YouTube because having having uh, having this become obviously it's the the ultimate goal would be to be able to uh, support ourselves in some way financially through through this thing um, not that that's the entire goal but the the idea that it, it, is, it is a possibility maybe next year or uh, down the road at some point it's it's pretty darn cool to think about and i i'm excited for that day to come yes so. sir dope well you got any recommendations for anything that you've been listening to or watching lately go check out the new star wars movie if you've seen episodes seven and eight and let me know what you think about it in my dms on instagram at stephen russell b and that's stephen with the v not ph trash and uh, that's Russell with two S's and two L's because that's how you spell it. And B as in beaches. Dope. <laughs> Was that the most awkward thing I've said this year? Uh, no. Uh, but uh, recommendations. Do I have any recommendations? I've been really bad about listening to new music lately, so I need to, I need to step up my game with that. Um, I also saw episode nine, so definitely recommend that as well. And if you haven't seen Joker, I finally watched that movie, um, and I enjoyed that a lot. So I know that that's not like a you know a super niche thing or, or niche thing, and it's not something that people don't already know about. But uh, if you want to talk to me about it, Instagram DM me at Brandon J Flippin. That's B with a B and. R, R R and A and 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 then J is in Geronimo and then F is in Frank and then two P's none of that SS trash and <laughs> dude, this is this is a bad joke dude what the thing about it, this is the last podcast of the year and you're you're giving out this garbage uh, I mean, how you how do you feel about that honestly I just think that a lot of times you don't get good comedy. I mean, it makes sense. Your, your comedic sense. What was that thing that you said? 
such no, a pretentious what? way of saying your sense of humor. Oh, I think I have a good sense of what is humorous or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what a nice thing to say. Oh my gosh. Uh, what about updates? Anything that you want to update people with your YouTube channel or, or anything like that? Uh, I'm still in the process of trying to figure out the exact differences that will happen on my channel in 2020, but I will keep everybody posted because um, I'd say there'll be m- quite a bit more content uh, in 2020, and a lot of m- the live streams may or may not contain Brandon as well as myself in them. Um, and you're going to see a lot more footage of me out and about in Chicago. So more to come on that. Make sure you subscribe to me. My uh, YouTube channel is Stephen Russell B. Just like everything else. <laughs> and for me, I've been posting a lot more uh, gameplay content recently. Um, well, first off, if you have not seen my cover of Last Christmas, I know that Check it out. It's really good, and it's really funny. It's one of my favorite things Brandon's done. <laughs> we're past the Christmas season, I guess, but uh, overall, I, I'm pretty proud of that video. Uh, but also, I've been posting... Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game Fable, it's uh, an old Xbox game back in the day, and uh, I always like to revisit it, but I'm finally playing it as a playthrough, uh, so you can check that out. Or uh, if you're a fan of Rocket League or just friends playing games and shooting the shit, I started doing uh, like funny moment uh, clips between me and a couple of my buddies playing Rocket League, and those are those are pretty entertaining as well. So I would also look forward to stuff like that with Steven and I in the future. We actually were just talking about uh, there's this thing in the gaming industry called Games Done Quick where like for a weekend it's all about speed running games and Steven and I talked about possibly doing a speed run of a game. Um, and, and I'm that, really bad at video games. That's, yeah. that's I'm part of the excitement for sure. Exactly. That'll be part of the entertainment factor. Uh, so yeah, just uh, stay tuned for that. Check that stuff out. My YouTube channel is Brandon J Flippin, just like my uh, Instagram handle. So uh, that's that's about it on my front. You love to see it. Love to see it. Next week is going to be we're challenging ourselves for the first episode of 2020. We're we're going to try not using uh, any sort of script. We're just going to uh, shoot the shit, see what comes out. So it's going to be a very free formed episode and uh stay tuned for that if you want to like we talked about earlier leave us a voicemail about this episode or future episodes um you know you can definitely give us a call we'll try to play it on air uh 513-427-EMG5 513-427-EMG5 or you can email us emgpod at gmail.com follow us on social media at emgpod or you can follow steven at steven russell b me at brandon j flippin and we'll see you next year thank you for everything that you've done in 2019 to support us take it easy everyone and have a happy new year